0: It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them, child? Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. Oh.
1: Lil' mama so good. little mama stay fly. Wife beat her with the denim. She keep them heels on high. Man, look at shorty roll. Man, look at shorty go. <laughs> Sorry, I got ah uh, 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 with your girlfriend. <laughs> now she run her fingers through the hair. He like her over there, but she like fuck. That nigga, oh she drop it down to the floor. I'm like, sure you should go," but she like, "Fuck that nigga." <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> praise the Lord, niggas. That was the jam. Listen, it was the jam. We were in a full nostalgia. <laughs> yes, praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Grown, where we are here to talk about the ghettos of adulthood. The good, the bad, the ugly, Absolutely. the test, the trials, the twisted turns, the temptations, and the taxes and the STEMmies, hopefully, of <laughs> of twenty twenty one. I hope you got yours. I don't think I got mine, but we should got yeah. I definitely
1: didn't <laughs> But you know. <laughs> I didn't get it. You know, any. the government be government shit. <laughs> <shouldn't> <laughs> like,
0: so mm. how are you, sis? How you doing today? I'm okay. I don't have any complaints. I am. I have what I need, and I am safe.
1: I love that. I love it every time you say that. That is, it's such a good oh, reminder. God. Yes, man. Will you be like, goddamn nigga, my life sucks? <laughs> I'm like,
0: you know what? I got everything I need. I have what I need. I got everything I, I need, have and I'm grateful. And I am God's daughter, and He takes care a of perspective. me. Perspective. Absolutely. Ooh. I'm God's say daughter. it to yourself 10 times. That's my affirmation. I think I'm going, you know, I'm not really, you know, I try to practice the affirmations and saying saying things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really, you know, I don't feel like I keep up with it. I think that's because I've been trying to say other folks's or say things that I've heard. Um, and it mm-hmm. might have been something I needed to sort of come to on my own so i found that in my response when i get overwhelmed with things when i don't understand things one of the things that helps keeps me grounded is to remind myself that i am god's daughter and he takes care of me i can't i know depend right. on anybody else but i am god's daughter and he takes care of me
1: and your affirmations don't have to look and sound like anything for sure you know i had to get over i was like i'm not good with uh i'm not good with affirmations yeah and i'm not good with guided meditations even i'm like you can be the most woo-woo bitch in the world <laughs> it may not be your thing Yeah, you have to
0: come to it i your figured
1: own. out for me i said okay well maybe it's less about affirmations and more about um more about vocabulary and language for sure. and how i talk to myself but we'll get to that actually in the kitchen table Oh yes Yes, we will, honey. Um,
0: I how are am... you? Did I ask you how you're doing?
1: That's all right. I'm here. <laughs> uh, and that that's it. I ain't got nothing else. I'm here. I'm queer. Give me a light beer. <laughs> uh, but, <so laughs> but we do have a little trash to get into. So I think we shall head over there. What say you? I'm ready. All right, y'all. So... Um, hmm we're not we're gonna keep the trash brief because we have a, a lengthy kitchen table with beautiful guests oh yes can't wait to introduce them to you all but I think we're gonna start off um with this Keisha Cole and Ashanti versus oh girl you know I didn't have
0: anything to do with that
1: <laughs> I just wanted to know what your response
0: mm, <laughs> did you watch any not of it one drop not one drop. Okay. I don't even know what oh, wow. I think I watched a different world while it was on. I saw the I saw all of the commentary on social media and, you know, all the people in it and of course in our group chat when the girl said that Keisha was late, I checked out. I was like, "Oh no, I'm not I'm not finna oh. watch. I'm not finna watch this."
1: Well, I was definitely not about to be on time for that, and I didn't intend on watching it in um in its entirety. I can say that uh with the amount of times that I clicked out and clicked back in, I watched probably a total of seven and a half minutes of that versus. <laughs> so, um, and what I observed in that seven and a half minutes, because I too, I was like, I'm not coming. I'm not going. I didn't have any intention of watching this period until it showed up in the group chat. Yeah. And even then I was like, well, y'all know I'm not going to watch that. And then Curiosity got the best of me, so I clicked in. And this is long after Keisha Cole had been one hour late from what I read. (laughs) Help help me, Jesus. (laughs) Watch her block getting grown. Um, (laughs) So she had been one hour late to the Verzus. I didn't see any of that because I didn't click in early enough. But what I did notice when I got there was that her attitude was piss poor. I've heard. I've heard
0: that she showed out. And um, I, I didn't see much of of I mean I can't well I, I saw the commentary on social media but I didn't do much mm-hmm. probing I should say but I did come across not at the time I did come across um uh, I saw that Swiss Beats had left some comments that indicated that he was very very he felt very disrespected by Keisha's behavior um oh yeah and I mean even even on the Shea room when she was I guess she went live with some radio DJ or someone maybe you know a day or two following and in that time she um apologized um yes and you know I saw that he commented underneath that post and and just left like the big shady eyes like (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so I don't know it was just it was just like okay well I mean it did make me what I don't know I just hope everybody is well Keisha didn't look well to me I just I hope that she's okay
1: she didn't I thought she was drunk she claimed she wasn't so I saw that apology too she did apologize and she said that it was technical difficulties mm-hmm. Um, she's like I wasn't I wasn't late I was there but my screen was blurry on my okay. end I don't I don't really
0: that doesn't warrant a tech that, that doesn't first of all that's not a technical difficulty it's not an issue um it's not and and be and you can also communicate, like niggas just didn't know, you know. Yeah, what there I'm was saying? nothing there and was nothing happening. So I don't know. I mean I was I was I was not to say I can't say that I was disappointed because I wasn't gonna watch it from, from the door. But um I would have <laughs> I, Oh no, I didn't feel any way. I would have um <laughs> hoped. It, I mean I would have hoped that it would have been a better showing um than it than it was. But I don't. I didn't really have a dog in that fight, to be honest.
1: No, I didn't either. Ashanti looked beautiful. It was beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, <laughs> beautiful dresses, um, and you know, I just Keisha just has a history of just really, just just really nasty behavior. You know what I'm saying? It's really unnecessary, actually. How nasty it is. And if you're going through things in which you might need some therapy to help you to deal with this nasty behavior, maybe you should not do so on such a public level until you have dealt with such things. Um, You know, and I know that as black women, we're constantly attacked. I get all of that. Uh, We know that we speak about that all the time. We're treated unfairly. You know, there's stigmas and things that are put on us. All of that is true. And what's also true is that Keisha Cole has a piss poor ass attitude. (laughs) And two things can be true at the same time, and we're just gonna call a thing a thing. I've the girl has had a nasty attitude as
0: long as I've ever seen it. I don't. I don't <laughs> even know that I follow her enough to even. I mean, I I can't say that you're wrong, I, or you're right, cause I don't even really know.
1: She, but now she did make amends with OT Genesis. I did um, see
0: that, but I saw her sister felt a way about her making amends with OT Genesis because of the things that he had said about Frankie.
1: Yes, so apparently he said some nasty things about Frankie and about her sister, and so I can understand on that level, Um, you know. But I don't know. I don't know, bro. I. I I mean, I wish everybody beautiful gowns. Exactly. Beautiful gowns. Carry on. (laughs) Ashanti looked great, and her attitude was great. Um, Also, Keisha apparently tested positive for COVID eight days before the. Battle and yet there were niggas in the studio. It's I just you know that was just me. Um, Just you know, just a little, mm, just a little obzy, just a little obzy of the activities going down in the pendejo. I just want people. Um, I just want us to be better. I do. I would really love for us to be better, but here we are. What do we have next on the trash? (sighs) Ah. Would you like to talk about this Danny Lee situation or Um, do you just want to tell people to go on over to uh, Good Mom's Bad Choices this week and listen to us as guests?
0: That that is an option. I mean, because I I feel like we did kind of get into it there. But, you know, Danny Lee said some inappropriate things um, and issued a half ass apology. That's pretty much the gist.
1: Yeah. And the baby is still you
0: know i hope a i, I want to sh- shout out to blue um because blue had conversation blue uh, posted a, a panel that they were on together a few weeks ago and and mm. blue uh you know kind of commented on you know just after having engaged with her um you know how that colored you know how how, how we were, how we're interpreting you know danny lee's comments um, and Blue Blue's um, response, I think, was really spot on and well said. She always and is. I and I and she actually said in her post, like you know, have somebody have this girl call me, and I really do hope <laughs> that somebody oh, reaches does. out because I think it will be a a conversation for some and you know opportunity for some real education and enlightenment because I think that that's what's very that's what's very much lacking um you know i watched that girl's apology and have since vowed that I, I i probably won't be listening to her speak ever again um if i can help it mm. so i just maybe i, I truly say didn't that. know who maybe I, was. maybe i take that back but i just i do feel like you know because I mean listen we have to like we talked about what we talked about on good mom's bad choices accountability is absolutely necessary and there has to be truth in order for there to be true, true accountability. Like there is no half yes. step, but we have to tell the truth about what's right and wrong here. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that that can be done uh, with compassion. I'm not saying that this girl mm-hmm. needs to be crucified, but she does need to be held accountable. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. if you want more on that, then you can check us out. We had a, a more of a lengthy conversation on our on our friends podcast good, good moms bad choices so check us check us out over there
1: check us out over let there. us know All what you information think. is in
0: the description box. for sure
1: um i will say this and i've said it before and i'm gonna go ahead and say it again you know we talk about white people and the responsibility that they have to talk to their fellow white people my light skinned people, I, I don't really know who this character is. I, is she white? Is she what she is? is I don't... Uh,
0: she's she's a Dominican. Her parents are Dominican. Um, oh, okay. And she, she says, when she said even her apology, she was like, I'm Dominican. I'm black. I'm white. I'm everything. That's that's what she said, um, and so I do feel like there there. That's why I said there's some educating that needs to be happening around mm-hmm. the difference between ethnicity and the difference between race and how um, you know there are a black, uh, black uh, Afro there's Afro Latinas and then there are white Latinas uh, or people in the, the Latinx um, community, and so yeah, I think we you know we have to think we have to deal with that and 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 really. Own that you know there are th- th- those differences and acknowledge what comes with those various uh identities and the privileges that are also associated with some of those uh racial um identities and so um mm-hmm. i that's that's why I feel like the the gap is right and we're not thinking about these things. Uh, in the systemic ways that they exist right so so it's more than just personal preference and how we choose Mm or or don't choose or uh, to identify it's bigger than that like there you know there are actual racialized things that are happening uh beyond our own lived experiences Uh, so Mm. i think that there's there's some much there's much more conversation that needs to be had on that end and i think that mm-hmm. that happens you know in in colors of community like we we really got to deal yes. with that um and mm-hmm. if we don't deal with that these kinds of ignorant comments um are going to continue to be made um and so i don't know i'm i'm a little yeah i'm a little but
1: exhausted. don't perpetuate yeah. don't perpetuate don't perpetuate it. you know what i'm saying and Again, I'll say it again. If, if we have younger listeners. Don't let no nigga tell you nothing about your skin color, what he loves about your skin color, how beautiful he thinks you are because of your skin color. If that's what he uses as his as his uh, I don't know, measure
0: mm. run. Because right. <laughs> it's a problem. And we all have a it's responsibility a to get educated on, you mm-hmm. know, these things as larger systems and structures and understanding yeah. things like whiteness and proximity to whiteness, white privilege, mm-hmm. anti-blackness and how all of these things are made manifest um, in, you know, culture and in our mm-hmm. in our behavior um and and we are responsible for that we cannot hold white folks accountable if we don't hold ourselves accountable um and it's i mean like you know we all gonna have work to do to undo this and i'm not saying we got to do white people's work because they got to do their own work no that's different but i i am saying that you know, we we the onus is on us to be educated around the ways, and we've we've been socialized to um, embody and demonstrate these problematic views and practices.
1: Absolutely. So we want to pay attention to that and uh, try to change that. Yeah, man. Because that's, gotta, a, lot do that's, that's a lot of work. And it's
0: gonna take time. It's gonna take time. It's gonna be is. a slow drip, but we gotta start somewhere. You know, a
1: lot of these things are ingrained generationally oh, through for family, sure. through all kinds of things. But we're going to have a whole conversation very soon about anti-blackness. Um, My God. Because I don't think we've really touched on that. And we got to. Uh, let's see. What's next? Some good news. Please. So I don't know if you've heard of Jennifer King. Jennifer King. But yes, Jennifer King. She played professional basketball in Australia. Okay. Um, She was an assistant basketball coach at Greensboro. Uh, She played quarterback on a professional women's team in the Carolina Phoenix. But she's making history because she is now the first full-time black female coach in the NFL.
0: Go forth, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. So Jennifer King is um, the—let me make sure I have this right— she is now, she was recently promoted from intern to a full-time offensive assistant coach by the Washington football team.
0: Go ahead.
1: Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jennifer King. So we wanted to throw her into the trash as good news. Um, how dope is that? We've never seen I a, a, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a, a woman coach in the nfl but we definitely haven't seen a black woman so i'm very excited about that absolutely we
0: celebrate it
1: i'll be on time for that and then lastly in the trash so did you hear about this young man in atlanta Mm -mm. down at the kroger i have not oh wow okay all right so there was a young man who worked down at the kroger in atlanta i don't know which one and it doesn't matter but he managed to scam them out of almost $1 what? million. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, goodness. it. you ready for a little ghetto tale? So, um, my guy got a job down at the Kroger, right? And he figured out how to scam. Now, let's be clear. I'm not really worried about these white corporations. $1 and what million, they got that's going a lot of scamming. That's a lot at of scamming. But store. my man got, he got out of control. 19 years old. Um... What he was doing, he so wrestled. He racked up over nine hundred eighty thousand dollars in a two week period. How? By basically creating fake returns to the store. So he started it off, and he was getting he was getting real good at it. He was getting real good at it, and he was getting away with it. This is a true life case of I almost got away with it. And so he was getting real good at it, and then he decided that he was going wild the fuck out. And he racked up over eighty-seven thousand dollars on one credit card and returns, and that's where things got eighty-seven thousand.
0: He, he also went and bought two cars. This is the youth coming. He in. purchased this is clothes. The ignorance of youth happening. Guns. Oh, uh, on a shoes, credit
1: card. <laughs> on a redemption. <laughs> then wait. <laughs> Some of the transactions involved lottery redemption codes. What? So the store surveillance showed him basically typing in lottery codes and depositing the funds onto a card.
0: It's too much.
1: Yeah. So now um, he's charged with theft. Of course he is. And could face up to 10 years in prison if he's convicted because of the amount of money that it is. I
0: mean, all things in moderation, my guy. I mean, like, and and
1: I wanted to put this story in the trash because I'm not getting ready to teach you all life lessons about morals and what to do with corporations. Well, I mean, we shouldn't
0: steal. I don't think that we should steal.
1: Well, we shouldn't steal, you know. I may have sketchy ideas around (laughs) who you should not steal Uh, from. (laughs) I don't
0: think we should steal. No,
1: I don't steal. My nerves are too bad to steal, so. But let's just be clear. I don't feel bad for corporations when <laughs> niggas get a little bit of reparations well, from i I mean, the system is I'm not is, crying
0: no tears for you. Well, I think that's fair.
1: But like Kia said, all things in moderation. You cannot wild the fuck out like in this two and get weeks? over on rack up almost over a mi- almost a million dollars go buy two cars and think niggas are not going to
0: catch order what you doing? <sighs> what a time. What a time. What a time. So you know that's just a little
1: lesson. Down to the, the Kroger. Trash. Down
0: to the Kroger. Down at the croaker. Yeah. Well, okay,
1: that's that's it.
0: That's our trash this week. All then.
1: <laughs> we have um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful guests, beautiful in spirit, and and everything else that are going to join us down at the kitchen table, and they're actually our shout out this week. So instead of doing that. We're just going to head straight to the kitchen table so you can see who those guests are. Let's go. 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 Life go. can be stressful even under normal circumstances. Hello. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life and you need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has a wind-down session their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. So, you know, I, I, I always had a trouble with guided meditations. You know, I figured I was like, I, I'm trying to find one that's right for me. Headspace is wonderful because you've got so many different options. And I do find that they really work when I want to start the day with intention with my child and like just kind of set a calm environment so that we have success for our day going forward. So, I really love Headspace for all of the different uh, meditations that they have. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five star rev- uh, reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple go to headspace.com/grown that's headspace.com/grown for a free 1-month trial with access to headspace's full library of meditations for every situation this is the best deal offered right now head to headspace.com/grown
0: today Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly formula is made with key nutrients in forms your body can actually use. No shady extras. Ritual is formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3, to help fill gaps in the diet, Plus, you'll always know where your nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Their fresh-tasting delayed-release capsules are designed to dissolve later in the less sensitive areas of the stomach so you can take them with or without food. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, if you don't love Ritual within the first month, they'll refund your first order. Start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. So we know vitamins are especially important now since we're trying to keep our, our bodies and immune systems healthy and strong. I've been taking my Ritual multivitamins for about a month now. And I have no complaints. Um, I'm taking the women's multivitamin, especially now, which is important because I'm a woman of a particular age. We've got to keep all things, uh, operating as they need to. I love that you don't have to take them with food because I have taken vitamins that have made me the nauseous, honey. So I love, uh... That I love um, that feature, and I love that they don't taste vitamin E. Like you, can, <laughs> like that capsule thing is really easy, breezy, really goes down without making you, uh, making your stomach upset. So you deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash grown to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash grown. Grown. Welcome grown, back. Grown to the kitchen table talk okay so yes sir yes sir oh we have guests for the kitchen table We're talk so today. so excited for two segments I'm- we love guests at the kitchen table right
1: we- kitchen tables
0: are so much better when they're guests
1: and we don't get to have them all the time because <laughs> pandemic
0: so we are in a
1: panorama in a panera bread so i so, think uh sis you want to intro our
0: guests Sure. Um, we have two very lovely ladies from the Good Moms Bad Choices podcast. We're excited to have you here. I'm going Erica to each... and Mila. Yes, burr, 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 burr. I was... please tell the people
2: about yourselves. Okay, please. let us let us let our friends know who you are. Well, hello, ladies. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here at the kitchen table with y'all. So happy. Uh, I'm Mila, and I'm Erica. Um, And we
3: are from Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Uh, Our podcast is based on motherhood, single parenthood, us being sex-positive parents, cannabis-positive parents, extremely honest parents that are telling our business on the internets every week, uh, the highs and the lows, the dating, the growth, the struggles, the bad
2: choices. Working on making better ones. And that, well, uh, that sounds
1: like getting grown.
2: I think you all, it does.
0: To be does, yeah. You're, because, welcome. Yes,
2: because, You're right at home. You know, adulting is very ghetto, as you all say. It is. And, and we, I feel you, it and we so is mother, motherhood, is ghetto too. So, <laughs> also that <laughs> tribe, tribe, gang, gang. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're not even here to talk about motherhood. We're not, we can talk about motherhood, everybody's gonna have their different perspectives. But I thought it would be really beautiful to talk about intention. Now, you know, we're at the top of a new year. I know niggas like to do a new year, new me. That's not really my <laughs> zhuzh, but I think the new year is nice to use as a parameter, like just as like some time stamps. you know what I'm saying? To help us kind of check ourselves, right? So I, this year for myself in particular, I said there's a lot of things that I need to do with like very sincere intention. And I know that list is very different for everybody. So I wanted to talk to you all about intention. We all have different goals. We all have different things that we're working on. It doesn't have to be work. It doesn't have to be motherhood. It doesn't have to be spiritual. It could be just about yourself. It could be. It could be spiritual. It could be motherhood. But I wanted to know, what does everybody plan on working on this year, and what do they feel like they can do with more and in sincere intention?
0: Um, I let our guests go first, please.
3: Yeah. Um, this is Mila. Intention has been a a big vocab word in my vocabulary this month. I am trying to do everything with more intention and more um, including yeah everything <laughs> the people I choose to be to share space with um, the choices I make. Uh, just being more intentional than the day before. But I think I've been really, and on a personal level with my personal growth, I think I'm being very intentional about um, how I mother myself and being gentle with myself and being intentional with myself and just being very closely examining the choices I make and why and closely examining uh, maybe if some of my choices have been rooted in like childhood trauma and intentional about going back to the places where maybe that shit started and starting to heal that. And so that I can be intentional in how I'm choosing to show up in adulthood and like in dating, in sex um, and in boundaries with family the people closest to me mostly just being very intentional about how I communicate and being clear and honest and not feeling guilty about that shit because it's just how I feel. Amen. Oof. Amen. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> right Sorry, that was a lie. I've been obviously wait- been waiting uh-huh. for someone to ask me that. No,
1: please.
0: <laughs> Don't
3: apologize.
1: And Miss Erica. Um. Huh.
2: I think... My what I've really been focusing on in this year and, you know, it kind of is off kind of tailgating from the end of last year into this year is really following my intuition. Um, I feel like I've questioned it a lot throughout my life and it hasn't served me. I I do think I have a very, very strong intuition. I know women do in general. but what I've noticed is that every time that I do, I'm never disappointed, even when I'm wrong, because it's an opportunity for growth. Um, but I I feel like my intuition has helped me set better boundaries as well. And I am, oof, I am so clear about my boundaries these days, ladies. It's like, it might be too much for some people. It is sometimes. I even I'd be like, damn, you said that shit out loud. Ooh. That's okay. <laughs> like, I, Like, I literally the other day told this man that who has issues with how women use their bodies and stuff. And I, and I, and you know, he took issue with how, you know, basically it's a long story story, but he knows someone I had sex with and he had an issue with it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, nigga, listen to me here. Listen clearly. Listen close. Let's listen up. I am good at sex because I be fucking. Okay? So. (laughs)
3: Frankly put, it's called practice, my nigga. We didn't get
2: here not doing that. I have a child, my nigga. Okay? Um, You didn't get these moves from nothing. Okay? Okay. Um, And I'm not saying I'm out here fucking everybody. I'm not. But I just, like, I'm just very clear about my boundaries and, like, this is who I am and if you can't if you, if it's too much, then that's okay. Then, then let, there's no, no harm, no foul, you know? And I really feel like last year was a, a really big moment for me understanding who I am. And I really feel so aligned in my purpose, in motherhood, in work, as a friend. And, you know, i i I'm really proud of like, Myself and, the, and, my, and, my, and my sister Jamila here and like the people that I have around my in my life because I've been able to set real boundaries and I know that the people around me, you know, are people that I need around me that are helping push propel me forward. And I'm helping propel them forward, you know, and I think that really starts with creating good boundaries and not like having like, you know, just just snag. What are they called? Sna- not snagglers. You- energy vultures <laughs> energy vultures is hanging around mm. you know mm.
1: and you know it's my energy en- vampires energy vampires and like
2: vampires. so just leaning into that a lot more in a kind way you know like hey, I could have been kinder when I said that to him but yeah. but it's about being <laughs> kind to yourself sometimes being kind
3: to yourself means being cutthroat with everybody else <laughs> and sure, sometimes we are so worried about feeling bad and being mean, that we sometimes slight ourselves and then we get the short end of the stick, but with we have to be intentional with letting other motherfuckers know, "Uh uh-uh, not today, boo. Mm That's You're not going to do that to me. There's
2: no shaming happening around here because I know who Mm -hmm. I am. I'm proud of who I am. I love myself. I love my choices because they brought me to this moment. Whether they were good, bad, whatever, you know, they brought me to this moment, so... And I didn't know you were gonna know the nigga I slept with two years ago.
3: That's not my fault. I <laughs> <laughs> got a I'm lot of people to
1: know. Y'all are friends, <laughs> <laughs> sis. What about you? What are you thinking about?
0: Um, I am trying to hold it together. I'm. It's very emotional today, but I think cry. Um, you could cry. <laughs> um, I'm, I I might, even though that's. I'm gonna try not to drag myself for doing it, but I think. Um. I am. I've been trying to be intentional about um, my journey of like self-love, really knowing and loving and valuing myself outside of what I do. Cause I think I've conditioned myself and been conditioned by others to perform in the right way and thinking that my, that love is conditional Upon my performance, and I think I've had some experiences. Oh, this is so ghetto. No, let is- it go, no, girl. Let it go. This is the do time to release, to baby.
3: Mm-hmm. You're safe. Guess, this is
0: a safe space. I've thank you. I've had some experiences, some trauma around, um, you know, that kind of uh, transactional love, and it is damaged how i see myself and so i'm aiming to be more intentional and in growing and i my prayer um is that you know i believe that god loves me and i don't know why if i believe that god loves me why it's so hard for me to love myself and so i've been asking god to help me to see myself the way that he sees me and to love myself the way that he loves me Um, and so that if I haven't feel that love for myself, I can extend it to others and, and have healthier relationships, friendships, professional relationships, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, uh, I'm getting emotional because I'm learning. Um, I just uh, recently I've been more and more, I don't think I was aware of how, Um, much the love, how much my understanding of of love was based upon action, uh, or like you know transactions. I guess I should say, I don't feel like I've had as many unconditional love experiences as I would like to have. Um, and as such, I'm I struggling with my concept of unconditional love. So my intention is to be more um, unconditional in the ways that I love myself, extending myself the same grace and forgiveness and compassion that I hope to extend to others and continue to learn who God had in mind when he said, I'm going to make me a Kia one day and she's going to do this. I believe that he has something in mind when he made me and I've just been trying to find that, that space. And I thought, i thought that it was in, you know, good grades and good behavior and, and all of that. And I do, I don't regret, you know, the life that I, that I live because I, I you know, I am who I am, but as I'm growing and expanding, uh, I think God's given me new perspective around the things that really matter. Um, and I just want to work more on having a better relationship with Kia. Uh, because I have been hard on her. I have beat her up a little bit. So I'm trying to get better about loving on her. And not in that old hippy dippy kind of way. Even though I feel like I, I should probably make some space for that. But really <laughs> meaning it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I, I've, you know, trying to get in the practice of self-care and, and loving on and luxuriating myself. But it's still, honestly speaking, y'all, it still feels foreign. And it feels like I don't always deserve rest or nice things or what I want. But I want to get to the space where I feel like I have earned being loved in the ways that I would like to be loved. And I did not mean to snot and cry all over the kitchen.
3: No, I, I commend you. I commend the crying. You know that once upon a time I thought I'd never cry on a podcast, and and I'm you know I'm sure it's not your first time, and it won't be your last time. But it's beautiful. It is a beautiful thing Absolutely. to be amongst your community and be be vulnerable. And I think as Black women, um, as women in general, we're so used to sweeping shit under the rug and that was a huge lesson for me this year it was just like i was sweeping so much shit under the rug to the point where like i was coming undone Mm -hmm. and it was hurting me Mm -hmm. and like it was hard to just be like to i was judging myself so much thinking that other people were judging me because i wasn't feeling like i was good enough i wasn't doing good enough right and um that, that's why I said that. Like I, you, you, you know, you're putting it. It's the same thing. Like loving yourself the way God sees you. It was that's how I met. That's what I met when I said mothering myself. You know, like how mm-hmm. I mother my child. How I how no matter what she does, I'm gonna love on her. I'm gonna mm-hmm. embrace her. I'm gonna hold her
2: unconditionally.
3: Unconditionally. I wasn't I wasn't offering myself that same grace. Right. You know. And as black women, I think. We carry a lot, you know, it has not, yeah. you know, it's, we carry so much, it's hard, this shit is hard. You know, the, we have to go beyond and ab- go beyond and above and, and keep it together and we've been taught to keep it together and not to cry and that everything's okay. You got a job and you're good, everything's good, you know, you're right. fine. It's not that big of a deal. I don't know why I'm crying, it's not that big of a deal, I need to get over it. But no, you no. need to sit and you need to explore and you need to like.
2: And you mentioned, you said something about earning and i just want to encourage you to kind of just flip that perspective cuz you don't have to earn it you already have it it's there it's a gift it's within you and the earning is part of that that attachment to feeling like you have to work towards something in that value so even just the the words that you say you know i yeah. know like you know we we were on your you were on our podcast um and we were talking about you know our differences and the way that mm-hmm. we you know practice our spirituality and stuff and i think <clears throat> for me and Jamila we always say words are spells right like when you the things you say just like words are prayers absolutely yeah. and the way we talk to ourselves and the things we say and just switching that just that one word just that one yep. thing like can be life changing and also a lot of times change feels so unnatural like yeah. you won't feel you be, might feel disingenuine for a while like this ain't me this doesn't even feel mm-hmm. right you know but the more you practice the more you do it the more it feels like oh no this is me this has always been me and sure. <clears throat> so I think that's
1: a beautiful transition actually because so um
2: Well you got to say yours. Yeah, what about oh, you, girl? You can't Hello. Just oh, and I'm me just over here, over here. Just on Jolo the
1: couch Smith. I'm just nodding. I'm like, yes, one smoking nod. Beautiful yeah, community. Yeah, she, she, she Oprah
2: over here just asking <laughs> the
1: questions. Ooh. We need Not yours as that. well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want Oprah's money and nothing else. But anyway, um, um don't get me started. Uh <laughs> this year I, I i need to take care of myself I, had to, I have to ask for help um i'm really good at taking care of other people that's my love language acts of service that's what i do but i'm not very good at doing that with what i need um, and so i realized in all of the goals that i have on a tangible level those are not going to be feasible without me pouring a little bit more into myself Uh, And so that is what I'm going to intentionally work on this year um, is pouring into myself in the ways that I need in healthy manners so that I can sustain myself for the success that I have coming. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In many forms, whether that be uh, through work or through my relationships or what have you. Um, And I'll go a little bit more into that in a minute. But before I do that, So you all spoke a little bit about what you wanna work on this year with intention. I wanna take it a step further and ask you what steps you plan to take, what steps of action, because we can all talk about what we wanna do with intention, right? We say it, I'm gonna manifest this, I'm gonna do this, but what steps do you plan on taking with those different things that you mentioned in reaching those goals and working in intention? If I'm, am I wording that correctly? I'm a little high. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what i'm saying what steps do you plan on taking and working with that intention let's start in the same pattern that we were going with before Fuck, with i'm not ready
3: <laughs> <laughs> um i would say i've i've just been really intentional i want i i've done little things like make my bed work out, chant um trying to be consistent, trying not to be too hard on myself if I don't do those things, if I don't follow exactly like, I'm on this new wave, I'm feeling so good. If I step out of that and I take two steps back, not like beating myself up about it. Um, and also not allowing anyone in my space to treat me anything less than great not making any excuses for anybody else's behavior and just cutting it without having to have a conversation about it. It's just more like you're done. Intentionally cutting people off (laughs) quickly because a bitch could be a real people hoarder.
1: Whoever's in your space, it needs to be with intention. And I've learned that the older I've gotten, the, the more that that has resonated with me and sat in my spirit. If you're not right in my spirit, you don't need to be around me. And everybody who's around me right now is who is supposed to be around me. And I'm I'm real careful about that. I'm real careful about who I share my energy with. Okay, yeah. Erica, your turn.
2: I would say follow, the follow through on my boundaries. You know, like I, you can set boundaries all day, but if you don't follow through, then they're not really boundaries, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has been a lesson for me because I'm good at, I'm good at saying like, "Mm, eh, eh." and then I'll be like, okay, well, you know, maybe just like one time, you know? And it's like, I think that, and, and, and I won't always share that with people too, you know, I, because I think people think, assume that I'm really good with boundaries. Um, so I think for me personally in my alone time and when I'm alone and when I'm feeling like, Oh, I kind of want to overstep them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm left feeling not great, you know, so I think really just every day and not being hard on myself, too, when I when I don't, but just really trying to really intentional intentionally, you know, practice that and following through. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Miss Kia, Dr.
0: Kia. I think I think that uh, one of the I think um, what Mila and Erica have said resonate with me. But in terms in terms of. um consistency um, trying to develop and stick to like good practices so um, and, and be disciplined about the ways in which I take care of myself so intentionally you know going to the gym um, and I think leaning into my fitness uh, differently so you know I feel like my pattern before has been like you know You work out when you want to lose some weight um, and when you want to fit into a certain size or what have you, not really focusing on fitness or being healthy, but more so gaining some sort of aesthetic. And I think I'm changing my approach to fitness this time, Um, really looking at it, and I know this sounds cliche, but more like long-term, like a journey and Being more thoughtful around it So I'm when I go to the gym now Appreciating my body As it is um, Embracing That it you know Like you know It can do these things so like being More you know I I work Out do these really intense Hit workouts and as someone who didn't really Grow up being into like uh, I wasn't really an athlete so But you know now that I Am training and seeing growth and seeing that my body can do things now that it couldn't do this time last year. And like leaning into that and being grateful, like, wow, like God is so dope. Like, look, me and these old 38 year old bones are out here on this treadmill and I might not be running as fast as the 23 year old girls, but we're going to run this mile in the time that we run it (laughs) and being excited about that, not thinking and obsessing over what the scale says, but being impressed with the fact that I commit to going to work out and show up for myself and seeing my body change um you know being impressed with myself in those ways allowing myself to sit in seeing that and leaning in that in terms of stretching how I love myself um but also um I want to, I want to learn, and I don't know if I have like a practice or how I'm going to do this, but I really want to learn how to take some of the pressure that I put on myself off. So to Erica's point about like, you know, being kinder and more compassionate, um, I can pick myself apart and allow my own thoughts to, you know, I would never talk to somebody else the way that I have found myself talking to myself and so it's been Jade and other friends bringing it to my attention just I wanted to thank you Erica for you know calling me out on how I use the word earn because these things are so intuitive to me that I have to unlearn the way that I speak to myself or be more aware of the words that I use um and I think even growing up in the church, like there's always this focus on being so conscious of what other people are doing that you don't realize the ways in which you are embodying um, hurtful practices for yourself and being honest with God. Like I talk to God just like I'm talking to y'all. Like, yo, I really gonna need your help here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what I'm dealing with? (laughs) Like, Like, So it's there's no pomp and circumstance or ceremonious language. I'm very much like, yo, these niggas are on my nerves. <laughs> and if you, I, I can't do this without you. So I need you to give me what to say, how to say it, when to shut up, when to speak. Um, But asking him to show me and really believe in that he will, because he has, it's just hard, right? Because you want to know, you want to, and I don't know, I think you want to, I feel, I put pressure on myself because I feel like I'm, I'm old now. So there are some things that I should know how to do or be better at but like I said taking some of those pressures off of myself because the fact of the matter is I haven't had you know my mom has been a dope example in the ways that she's been able to be an example but the life that she was living at my age is the opposite of the life, the life that I'm leading, and so when I am navigating these spaces, I'm doing so on my own, and I don't have a model. And it's okay for me to mess up, and it's okay for me not to know what's going on. It's okay for me to be scared. It's okay for me to, um, you know, make mistakes, um, and that doesn't make me any less uh, than the wonderful person that I'm aspiring to be. So, um, yeah. I feel like it's I okay to not day, have it all it. together,
2: you know. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of times women that have um, acquired a lot of accolades, success, education, like you, you know, you've had you have an amazing career. You've you know you, you're extremely intelligent. You've gone to school. You've done the things, you know, the things mm-hmm. that we're told we're supposed to do, you know, and and it's this level of perfection that people assume that you always are, or you always have, and then we. Hold our, ourselves to that standard as well, and don't allow ourselves to to fuck up. I mean, I even be human, me, even me. Like, I, you know, this podcast has really like allowed me to be to come undone, you know, right. and be okay with that because I come from a family where, like, first, a we don't talk about our business. B, mm-hmm. uh, like, don't I don't like the way that 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 outfit is not good. It's not gonna they are not gonna like that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. or you got to go to this school, or you gotta like, what do you mean you're not gonna go to college? Like, you know, like. And you hold yourself to these standards that are just unrealistic. And maybe they are realistic because you've accomplished so much. But there's also, like, you're a human. You know, you're human. And you're going to come undone sometimes. You're going to cry. You're going to scream. You're going to fuck up and And that's the beauty of getting grown, you know,
3: yeah. you know. Absolutely. The hope is and that I... we're we're always growing, right? It doesn't really matter what age we are. like I'm I hope to be always on a journey of getting For being sure. better. And um Erica has this we have well Erica says this thing um, and it's uh, which is another thing I want to be more intentional with, which I've been working on is being a a a, a, a spectator to your thoughts. So sometimes I'll think about things and then I'm like, why the fuck did I think that? (laughs) Right. I will make up an entire scenario in my head to hurt my own feelings. I mean,
2: i like, and
0: be and be mad and, and be, be hurt, pissed. be mad like and this shit like, really happened. Like, I have had right. to I have had to, and that is real because I'll be like, girl, you made that up. You made that whole <laughs> shit up. Like
3: they don't like me. You they are, don't want me to come over.
0: You are be completely off. emotional, and this is all in a fiction of your imagination. It's like it's literally, right it does right not now. exist. And you have and you've convinced yourself. So, you convince yourself so until hard. you're like, what f-
3: Where did I get that from? <laughs> exactly. You have to literally stop and be like, what? The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Stop! You
0: don't have the answer. I've, d- I've done it,
3: and and e- and even you know what I wanted to tell you, Kia. Like, it takes because I, I I feel like I'm in a some like in a similar space, or I have been in the last couple months. It takes a lot. I feel like for a woman, women like us, I feel like we're all sh- pretty alpha, strong, confident, yeah. opinionated, talkative women. It takes a lot. even for us to first be like, damn. Am I am I not loving myself? Do I not love myself? Because if, 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 of course, when someone asks you, do you love yourself? You're like, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking love myself. Exactly. I'm the shit. Like the it's first, so that's your that's your first thing, you know? But then you start to look at some of your behaviors or the people you keep and you're like, damn, can I, could I, maybe I'm right. lacking because I'm allowing yeah, some shit that doesn't really reflect someone that loves themselves. Right. And behave and allowing behavior that doesn't really reflect that. And I think mm-hmm. that's even really hard and really commendable to be like, I'm working on this shit because I'm falling short. And even more, like, yeah. where do we get that from? Where right. where where is that idea? To the root
0: of it, right?
3: That me saying I'm lacking love in certain areas for myself, why does that feel weak for me to say? Mm-hmm. You know why am that's I true. why am I assuming that someone's going to betray me? Why am I assuming that someone's thinking the worst about me? Where mm-hmm. is that coming from? Where did I mm-hmm. hear that mm-hmm. from? And mm-hmm. really having to dig deep and dig back into some shit that you probably buried deep down because that's what we do subconsciously because when shit hurts mm-hmm. we f- sweep it under the carpet you know and i just like being a spectator to your thoughts and then continuously going down that rabbit hole and allowing yourself to go to those places in your life in your childhood with relationships with your parents and you know whomever where it really fucked you up and you haven't been able to acknowledge that and sometimes especially and i you know in religious and religious like upbringings i feel like there are so many rules
0: mm-hmm. and
3: expectations because there are rules because there's this this you know there's a program and Mm -hmm. even having to like you know think like when you think of god and the love that god and jesus like offers us it's so unconditional but sometimes in those religious spaces we don't really offer each other that same compassion
0: oh for sure Mm -hmm. for sure. you know that same and then we talked about before like how compassion and accountability can coexist like there are some standards and in. and boundaries in all relationships right and so our relationship with God or my relationship with God and Jesus Christ comes with those same boundaries and because I love him and I want to please him just like I would with you know I want to please my friends you know I don't want to do anything that would be harmful or hurtful to them so I have to adhere to the boundaries but that does not mean if I mess up that the love or the compassion is gone or nullified mm-hmm. so it's a it's like you said it's I think it's so key and I'm like thinking about like, you know, there is no learning without this self-reflection where you said like, you know, thinking about and interrogating your thoughts, being willing to just, you know, there's so much, we take so much for granted. And it wasn't until like my therapist, I think what started me on this journey, my therapist asked me a very simple question that I couldn't answer. And it hurt my feelings. She was like, what brings you joy? And I was like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> she was, uh, well, um, I was like well you know I love a good pedicure She was like no that, that, that is Not what I'm talking about and I was like well you know my favorite show Is a different world I just love to watch a different world And laugh and you know I like to Shop I love shoes And you know I and she was like you haven't said Anything like I'm talking about what brings You joy like what are the things in your life that give you like fulfillment and I was like well you know I love to I work really hard I love to do well she was like again we're talking about what you do and not what about your life what about who you are what about tequila brings you joy what about you know you know even if, if you don't do well what happens if you if you go to work and you mess up what happens if you wake up in the morning and all your all your things are gone and you don't have access to your favorite shows or your favorite music what about your life brings you joy and or i was COVID like covid shut
2: your nail shop exactly and i feel,
0: like okay. you know like like you know in, in real tea like i feel like all of this and i mean I, cuz i do a lot of thinking about like you know why in the world are we dealing with what we're dealing with but i do feel like the lord has shut some things down in life to get our attention around, you know, these very basic things that we have come to take for granted. Like I take for granted that I can watch a show and that will bring me happiness. But what if I don't have access to that? There ought to be something inside of me that brings me joy. And the fact that she asked me that very simple question and I didn't have an answer, it hurt my feelings. And it made me think about, all the ways and how I've set up this life. And I've been running and chasing success, running and chasing what I thought would bring me joy and fulfillment. And now I'm at this great big age and I have the things I have the house, I have the career I have, you know, I have the things that I was running for and I still am searching because, you know, you know, I feel like so, so, and I'm learning that, you know, it really starts with self. So that's why my intention is to, just really continue to do this self-reflection work, this thinking work. And like you said, Erica, it's really uncomfortable and it feels like I am bringing shame and like, you know, letting people in and I don't worry a a, a lot about whether people are thinking I'm going to be going to think that I'm weak or, or unraveling (laughs) or anything (laughs) about, you know, you know, just being honest. Um, or ungrateful, you know, because I, I, I don't take anything for granted. But it's the fact of the matter is like I know that I have a lot of work to do if I want to um, get to this place of, you know, true peace. And I'm realizing that peace is not in credentials and what's in your bank account. Um, it's not even in who's in your bed. It is something that is that has to be found first in yourself and i and and it took me a long time to get here but i am now that i am here my hope is that i can kind of really lean into this space and cultivate a sense of self um that you know will get me to the joy that my therapist asked me about
2: it's beautiful i feel you you know (laughs) the the work you said that there's a lot of work to do and like that can feel overwhelming, especially as someone who I know. Like I, I can, I've only known you for two hours, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I imagine that you you're a worker bee. Like you yeah. you put in that work, and there's a reason why you are successful. The reason why you got the house and the, the PhD and the accolades and all the things, and you're pushing policies forward and helping your community and all those things. Um, but just. I'm just and try to enjoy the journey and just taking it day by day and it's it, yeah. it you'll 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 wake up one day because don't get me wrong, I'm not trust me I ain't got it all together at all but you will there's a moment where you wake up and you're like damn I'm in a different place mm-hmm. when the fuck did this mm-hmm. happen right. oh shit mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> better mm-hmm.
0: right.
2: you know and right. it's it's the baby steps there's no big there's no big thing there's no big thing that that gets you there but I'm really excited for your journey into that. Absolutely, um, we're always and we're and and we're here for you. And if you want to bounce anything off of us, if you want to bounce anything off of us. Please, like, but you know, there's so much power
3: in just being honest. There's so much power. There were, you know, as much we talk so much shit in our podcast. I, I, I have had nightmares about the things I have shared on the podcast. (laughs) And then was, you know, this last year was really struggling with some shit, like some really struggling, like staying with my mom, staying here, staying at Erica's, like not really having a place. And I was finding myself like not really saying that on the podcast because I was Mm -hmm. embarrassed. I was like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want anyone to be in my business like that. I don't want anyone to think this about me. Like, I don't have my shit together. Like, but no. I will talk about the three niggas I've had sex with last month, but no problem. <laughs> I'm like, that's, the, I can't, I can't halfway be vulnerable, you know, because no, that, because I, I feel, no. I feel safe being vulnerable here. Because guess what? There's somebody listening right now that. That's- the point is struggling and going through some shit and for like a year for over a year I was like just not having a place to stay like just bouncing around with my kid feeling crazy feeling like oh my god I'm homeless my kid is going to be fucked up for the rest of her life because when she was six we were staying with three people <laughs> you know like but I, I had to come to a place I was unraveling so much I had to be like this is what the fuck I'm going through I'm about to lose my shit I'm hurting I'm scared and then as soon as I released it Mm
2: -hmm. I felt better about it and things
3: started flowing and things started to flow when I just like stopped Mm -hmm. being worried about who was judging me if my friends were judging me if my friends were talking about me because I'm so Mm -hmm. fucked up right now as soon as I let all that shit go slowly slowly I just like same I just woke up and I was like huh wow I woke up in my apartment and not every day I'm so thankful. Like, oh my God, thank you, God, I got a place to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my daughter has a room. Oh my God, I'm making breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so motherfucking happy. And, you know, it's, it's just good. like these little things. And I, I'm i just grateful that for podcasting and, you know, meeting women in different places in their journey and, like, 32, 33, 38, PhD, esthetician, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. We're all women sure. and we're all human and we're all figuring this shit out. It's not perfect, you know? And at the end of the day, the the very the whole thing is just loving yourself because mm-hmm. no one can really fuck with you when you fuck with yourself the most.
1: Mm-hmm. Period. And loving yourself with intention, like mm-hmm. like you talked about, key, and that's why we want to, you know, circle back. It's not... Loving yourself with going to get pedicures. And that's not me just talking to you. That's everybody. (laughs) I'm talking to me too. Um, It's not just loving yourself because you go and take a bath. It's loving yourself with the way that you speak to yourself with intention. It's with the way that you take care of yourself, how you pour into yourself. Are you doing things that really calm your spirit that, like Mm -hmm. you said, bring you joy? Um, Mila, you, you mentioned something about small things, but I actually don't think that they're small at all. Um, A lot of the things that I need help with, I realize, cause I unravel when it's chaos and negativity around me. When it's just like chaotic and my space is not intact and all of that, I c- can't function. I can't really like focus. And so Virgo, I'm always, you know, and every day. <laughs> no, you and
2: everybody. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I nobody know, can that's what it is. <laughs> My daddy Virgo, so I know. He must have organized Girl.
1: Okay. And I wake up every morning and I'm like, I've got to organize the closet today and I've got to do this. And I've got to film a Patreon video. And then I've got to film a Jaden XD Patreon video. And I've got a meeting at this time. And that is not sustainable and it's not healthy. And I also realized I said, I'm not spending enough time with my child. Mm. You know, and I would love to say, Oh, it's because you've got two podcasts and you do this and that. And it's not just because of that. It's because I need help. And so I had to get to a place where I said, I need some help. I've got to get somebody in here to help me with certain things so that I can set myself up for success going forward. And that's what I'm doing with Intention this year is when I pour into myself, it's not just taking my baths or doing my shower meditations or being able to get up and stretch and do yoga. Being able to get up and stretch my body is a privilege for me because usually I'm getting up and I'm worried about how I need to make this child breakfast, but I gotta go do this first, and I've got a meeting at this time, and I gotta go do this. And if I just acknowledge that I need help in this one area, it might open some roads for some other things. So I think I just challenge everybody who's listening to this, and we thank you all so much. I love all of the words that you all spoke. I love you all's energy, I really do. And I challenge everybody to listen to this, to just think about everything that you do and doing it with intention getting up and making your bed is not a small thing. That will bring your day a peace of mind so that you can go forward with other things. It's not small, it's actually adding to the grand scheme of your own success as a human being. So we wanna do everything, everything with intention. And that was it, that's all I got. I don't know if y'all got more things to say. (laughs) But we do have an honesty box that we wanna welcome Mila and Erica to come and join us in.
0: Um yes. let's it's talk a about some of of a doozy, business. honey, so I think we should <laughs> head that way. What do you say? <laughs> I said, let's talk about somebody else's business. Some couple we have been. I don't know. Right? Let's know talk about somebody else. Let's mine. shake it out. Let's shake it yes. out, baby. Let's like,
2: shake it out. Let's Woo. do a little
0: breathing exercise. Yeah. You
2: know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: shake it out. Do a little, come on. Do oh, a little Oh, don't, don't. ask wait, 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 wait. wait, don't ask me a little bit of breathing exercises. Uh, well, since,
2: oh, no, no. Please.
3: Since you mentioned breathing exercises, oh, I'm so glad I You really that fucked you up, did. Jane.
2: Please. Thank you. I
3: can't wait to make everyone feel uncomfortable. So, I'm so happy to bring this on somebody else's podcast. All my friends are so sick of my breathing exercises. All my boyfriends, all my friends. Okay, so let me tell you guys.
0: Yeah, I recently
3: um, went to Mexico for the holidays. Mm -hmm. and i was with like some very hippie friends of ours a couple and we're doing some hippie shit out there just a lot of breathing a lot of dancing a lot of yoga a lot of
1: shrooms a lot of
3: shrooms a little (laughs) bit of acid i had a life-changing acid experience whoa
1: man this sounds like my kind of carrying on but go Uh, ahead
3: it was literally the most healing life-changing experience i'm not i'm not um endorsing (laughs) drugs anyway I am anyway I'm not I'm
1: endorsing <laughs> anybody finding your own whatever, whatever your path to God whatever is your journey is
3: <laughs> anyway one of the one of the things that I've really I'm really into right now is um just like really in the breath work and the body work <sighs>
0: But breathe. Okay. Look at look at Erica.
2: Really? I know. I know. I, Erica, Erica's really fronting right now because I do it with her. It does feel good. But when no, she it does, does it, like it takes me a second because I look at her and I want to laugh. But, Same. But, but then I do it and then I'm like, okay. It, you know what? There's <laughs> there's something
3: about the sounds, there's something about the moaning. Even when something like tastes good, like mm. <laughs> if something looks good like ah oh. so I really me and Erica have been doing it together because there's like a there's like a hum a earth hum like the ohm mm-hmm. of life so you ready let's do it together you ready everybody okay one two three <sighs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs>
1: I Listen. have to I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real transparent with you. I'm gonna be real transparent with you, Mila. What? So, you know, I do enjoy yoga, you know, a oh, bitch is man. real woo woo. But there's that Virgo like like there's that yeah. cynical this. human too. And when I go to yoga and some of these honkies be in there ah, making noise at the end, I'm like, "You all are fucking up my <laughs> vibes right now.
3: I have friends like you. I'm telling you, I was that person. I, Me and Erica went to like a women's conference in New York and there was a bunch of white women like jumping they around. Jumping and going, like, oh, 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 and oh, oh. I looked at Erica and I was like, bitch, two weeks in Mexico with a very nice white couple and here I am. Okay, it works. The shit works, you guys. Oh, gosh. Oh, look at I'm India. telling you. I'm ready. <laughs> Listen.
0: It, I'm not ready. Y'all try- gonna have to pray me through this. I don't know. <laughs>
3: just just when you're home it's gonna alone you to take some time you know what and then I'll i had to you do it alone i'm telling you or even just a scream and i had a i had like a confirmation from god the other day i was on a meeting with erica on a zoom meeting and luna came behind me and i didn't tell her this i mean she might have heard me doing it around the house she came behind me and she was like
0: hmm.
3: and i was like oh my god she's been, she knows about it
2: and that's and, so I know you know you know kids are closest to the source they're so they they really really are they really are they're they're so perceptive they're They're so perceptive you know they're unashamed and they just they do it I mean there's something in us us that there's something about it like even just making noises they they don't have any
0: pretense right there's no pretense there's no that that layer we forget
3: we lose our primalness. That's how I was feeling in Mexico, primal. Like, whatever Mm -hmm. I wanted to do, whether it made sense or not, those white people didn't care, so I didn't care. If it was Mm -hmm. just us hitting a stretch, taking a shirt off, doing a dance, that didn't do a lot of rhythm, it didn't matter. (laughs) They didn't have rhythm, so it didn't matter, you know? Just real, like, it just felt like we we're rarely in spaces where we could just like unravel comfortably. No, that's true.
0: It's true. Oddly enough, though, I was reading and I I read like you know God wants us to have childlike faith. Mm-hmm. So like you know, being an adult our tendency is to question and well and and want to understand details and context well why this and what do you mean and when did I, and sometimes mm-hmm. like childlike faith to like like you know as a mom when you tell your daughters to do something they trust you and they're gonna do what you say because they trust you. Even if they don't know, like, you know, well, we have it for dinner. I'll let you know when we have it. <laughs> they're not gonna be going in their room like, I wonder if we're gonna eat tonight. <laughs> they don't, like, <laughs> they trust that because you are their mom, like, you know, so I think that that's absolutely key. It made me think like, you know, th- being, returning to that, that childlike place of trust where you don't have the pretense or worrying about like how mm. it's gonna look or I what mean, people are going to think?
2: Think. About, think about kids when they're alone; they be doing all types of weird stretches and sounds. Absolutely, and shit. my to child sings slave
0: hymns. My
1: child, one day, she was singing "Wade in the Water." I swear to God on before. everything. Okay. Oh no, she's an ancestor. Sure. So I dead ass. I'm in the kitchen, and all of a sudden I hear "God's Gonna Trouble," <laughs> and I would, and she's playing with her Barbies and singing. She sings Anita Baker. My homegirl girl is giving her sewing classes, and she took her to the fabric store the other day, and she. <laughs> She gonna text me. She's like, "Not your child knowing Alexander O'Neill." <laughs> no, because that's because you be in the house singing Alexandra O'Neill. That's right, baby. I can't go a day without my sunshine. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Raising
2: but yeah, that's old woman. so good.
0: She is. <laughs> that is so good. That's so good. And and I think you know being at home in the in the Panasonic has taught oh, me true. you know Not the that yeah you know, because sometimes no. sometimes I will be in the kitchen waiting for my stuff in the microwave and just be like.
1: Yeah, yes. you feel laugh.
0: <laughs> I just laugh at myself, like, "Girl, what are you doing?" But it's like that's you know, I just work, felt honey. like that's energy you know. movement. So
2: just dancing, let you just dancing alone, let them titties hang. Hey, who cares? <laughs> Is nobody there? Shit, just be in here, like, mm, mm, mm. Yep. especially
0: when I take my pre-workout you're always laughing at me because i take my pre-workout for the gym i'll oh, be, like, <clears throat> <that high> <laughs> be in the car like that caffeine i'll be in the car like i gotta let the, it's just gotta come out of my body somehow but yeah I'm, I'm just trying to it's all good to just be let yourself be and not be so worried about how things how things look mm-hmm even I to yourself,
2: yeah, even to yourself, right?
0: Yeah. Look at we went on a whole. We supposed
1: to end okay. that all whole right. damn Sorry, segment. Let's, <laughs> <see y'all. laughs>
2: all right, all right. let's get messy, y'all. Let's get messy. Okay, we're about to okay. head to the
1: to the honesty box. We'll be right back, back, back. Hey, back, listeners, back, back, let's play back, a game. Back, back, let's start with everyone out there who loves a really good story. Now let's narrow down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are also always on the go, running errands. That's you, right? I thought so. Well, for you, there's my Walgreens. The new, easier way to shop, save, and stay well. And now you can order online and pick up in as little as 30 minutes curbside, drive through or in-store. Right now, get 20% off purchases of $30 or more with code GROWN when you order online or use the new Walgreens app. Again, that's code GROWN for 20% off your purchase of $30 or more. Walgreens now offers pickup in as little as 30 minutes. Order online or with the new Walgreens app today and you'll be saving time in no time. Offer valid online through January 23rd, 2021 on qualifying same-day pickup orders. Must be signed into your Walgreens.com account to redeem. Additional restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash offer deals and Walgreens.com slash pickup for details.
0: Honestly? Truly.
1: All right. We're here for the Honesty Box. And we have the ladies, Mila and Erica of Good Moms Bad Choices to join us because this one is a doozy. So much so that the listener, um, whose pronouns are she and her, uh, gave us her own pseudonym, so we're going to call her med school. That's what she wants to be called.
0: Okay, girl. Whatever you want.
1: This is a long one. Everybody just listen closely and keep up. She said, hey, y'all, I'm going to skip all the praises because I know you won't read it anyway.
0: (laughs) There you go, girl.
1: You better know us. That's what I like. Okay, so background. My husband and I started dating eight years ago, August 2013, and became exclusive September 2013. All of these dates are important. My husband was still married at the time, but separated and, and had been since March of 2013 and divorced September 2017. We okay. each had a child from our previous relationships.
2: Wait, wait, hold on. So four years later, he got divorced?
1: Apparently. Apparently,
3: he was separated before, but got officially divorced yeah. four years later. Okay, got it. So yeah. sorry. Okay.
1: No, 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 you're all good. We each had a child from our previous relationships. My daughter was one and his son was six months. Once we became exclusive, I let him know I did not like the way he spoke about his ex slash child's mother. I convinced him to have her come over to his apartment so they can talk and allow their son to see that they don't hate each other. So I cleaned up his apartment for him and cooked so she wouldn't have anything to say. As you can imagine, this backfired. While she was there, she went through his belongings and found toiletries. I'd left and asked if a bitch had been there. And it was then that she tried to sleep with him. He turned her down. And from then on, I was every dark ass, black ass, ugly bitch you could think of. So just Mm. a point of reference. The mother that we're speaking of is biracial. Mm. With a white mother. Mm -hmm.
0: So the son is six months. Mm hmm. Right. right. When during the separation? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh So uh, so at some point during this separation from 2014 to 2017 or 2013 to mm-hmm. 2017, mm-hmm. there was a child born. So I don't know how much separation was being separated, but please right. continue. Let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: oh. Once we became exclusive. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Yep. I'm not sure what the, yeah, yeah. those dates are. Not mathing okay. to me, but med school you're welcome to write us back and clear that right on up sugar right. um so this backfired blah 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 okay two weeks later oh let me see she's an ugly bitch sorry i'm getting back to where i was two weeks later she asked for a meeting so we could meet her boyfriend i respectfully declined at this point in my life i chose <laughs> violence above all else mm-hmm. she was, not violence I, I appreciate the honesty and she got
0: a boyfriend why is she going through her baby daddy stuff
1: this is, these are also questions that need answers. Ooh,
0: she began trying to, ail-
1: <laughs> uh, this is, shut up. oh, wait, y'all, wait, just you wait on it. Uh, she began to alienate my husband from their son, pulling shit like lying about where or about where, uh, where the baby was and just plain not answering the phone during drop offs and pickup days. When he would ask to come up to spend time with the baby for a few hours, she would have a stipulation like she had to go with them or they had to go to her parents' house, etc. He never followed through with her demands, and that's when she began to build the narrative that he was a deadbeat. All this came to a head about three and a half, four years ago, I guess. Child, I'm so confused by this timeline, when she lied about still needing child support while he was with us for the summer. She says she still had to pay for daycare, but she hadn't been working since before they had separated. My husband never argued with her about paying child support. He knew that they struggled financially, and that nine hundred. What are these niggas doing outside?
2: <laughs> oh, just let them. They're racing, them. huh?
1: Girl, in a Ford mother wheeling? doing all this in a in a Honda Civic. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> always the Honda. <laughs>
1: always, you no, know, always. it's always it's the small not. packages that got something to prove. Mm. Okay. Um. I'm sorry. Let me get back to the get back. My husband had never argued with her about paying child support. He knows that they'd always struggle financially and that $900 a month is a huge help. Around the same time, they had a GoFundMe because the boyfriend lost his job. Oh, my. After they were somehow able to buy a house in both cars. Oh, okay right during this time my husband was nice oh don't do that yet during this time my husband was nice enough to allow the baby to go with her for a few days for a family member's birthday something she would have never done for him well when it came time to bring the baby back she ghosted my husband and then out the blue text and said she'd be at the meeting spot in an hour needless to say my husband lost it oh i guess he was not able to get the baby her then boyfriend now husband hopped out of the car trying to press my husband so i got out Well, she tried to run me over with her car and left her boyfriend with us. (laughs) I used this time to clarify a lot of the narrative that was said about us, showed him text messages that she'd been sending me, calling me out of my name, taunting me, her colors, insults, etc. Clearly didn't matter because what kind of man stands by and watches their woman lie? also well many also she's also (laughs) always apologizing for her bitter behavior and then a week later asking for 200 to 300 dollars claiming it's for the baby present day that was the background
2: all right okay Okay.
1: present day the baby's behavior is out of fucking hand he curses and not in the funny way jade i too think it's funny sometimes He lies, he steals, and has horrible tantrums. Um, For an example, he broke the plant pots at the sitter's house and admitted to us that he dislocated and broke his sister's arm on purpose at his mother's house. He still pees the bed. He will be eight years old next month. We found all of this out during the summer when he stole money out of our youngest son's piggy bank. When my husband told her what he did, she asked, did he have his own money? and then she wanted him back because he was being abused and didn't act like this when he was at home. Again, this blew up because of her... Okay, well, let me see. That, this part makes no sense, so I won't read it. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, she got in my face, called me all sorts of bitches. Well, I called CPS, and she did too, and they did nothing. She filed a custody complaint and then never showed up to court, so the case was dropped. Since then, the baby has come over, bad-mouthing me, saying I'm the reason his parents aren't together. Quote, unquote, someone has started playing on my phone again, saying her dad should have whooped my ass and more colors insults. I've also recently found out she told her family and my husband's family that I was the girl she caught him in bed with. They had already separated. But oh, okay, here goes our answer. They'd already separated, but hadn't announced it to anyone. She had moved back to where her parents were. In the early morning, the same day her parents were supposed to come get her things, she drove down two hours in the middle of the night and used her key to enter the apartment and made the discovery that he was with another woman. Then proceeded to talk to that girl for an hour. Months later, when she found out about me, she then placed that on me. Well, plot twist. She had been cheating on him the entire time. I pulled a med school and got the baby tested.
3: Oh no. Oh, oh, Lord. No. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, wait, hold on. I okay, am distressed, I me am distressed.
1: Wait, I got the baby tested and he is not related to our son together. This is a conversation we've had in the past in jest, but amazing. I could tell he was very serious when he let me know that information was something that he would never want and that he would not know how to process it. And he would get violent if he found out something oh. along those lines. I have this information and it is literally killing me. What should I do? I've known since October and absolutely terrified at how he will react.
0: October. Oh, girl. I have,
1: my, I have goosebumps.
2: My,
3: my hairs are standing up on my arm. So essentially. that That's not his baby. No. Recap. Yeah.
1: Okay. So essentially, this lady's current day husband has had problems with the ex-wife slash Baby mother, come to find out, the baby is not his. Now this Will? child is eight years old. She got the baby tested without her husband's consent, mm. and found out the baby is not his. And now she's got that information and does not know what to do with it.
3: Well, I don't even have no I, I That mean, is yeah, because I, mean,
0: I that's, feel like that shit I mean, is deep. And, and, My and, and thing and is.
2: I'm sorry. No, go go ahead, ahead. please. Right. You know, you go, you um. go.
1: <laughs> Med school first and <sighs> foremost, sis, you know you know we are very honest here getting grown. You were dead ass wrong for doing that. Wilding, you wilding, bro. No, you you wilding. now you're you in a place. You're you're between a rock and a hard place because you put you're yourself in a situation. there. You put you did you did Ooh. put yourself there. Now, because not saying, what
0: did you go get mm. tested? Well, I mean, my thing is when you look for something, you gonna find, her, find it. She had to have it, known in that. her Absolutely. gut. Absolutely, she knew in Absolutely. her gut. Absolutely. And if you're looking for something, you're gonna find I it bet. nine times out of ten. So the thing is, sis, it's like. If you're not going to tell him, or if you're not going to do something with this information, then why did you go get it? Then why did you do it?
3: And and if, and, he, and not only that, he specifically said, "I don't even want." He didn't want to know. He didn't want to know, and he so would go why get Violet
0: exactly.
3: She because she wants to tell him and cut that bitch off for the for the permanency, but, but for the hurt that she caused like, her.
0: <clears throat> and this is not going to go like you think, because no. I really feel like I could be wrong, but I could totally see, you know. It backfiring in the sense is that he's going to be upset with with you. He, he he's going to be upset about the situation in general, but he may hold you responsible, um, because you know, like Jay said, like we've discussed, because like, you were flagrant as fuck. You like, what? stepped like, out of line. You stepped out of your place.
2: He's not going to trust squarely. you or or her. Exactly. exactly.
0: You hurtled uh, okay. over that line. Uh, uh, okay, you Hurtled. But hurtled. does that
3: mean she doesn't say anything?
0: I feel like now she's damned if she do she damned if she don't now because I feel like he's going to be upset because you did it and because Mm -hmm. you've known for six months now shit but that's the bed that you and four months that
1: makes it worse but that's the bed that you've made
0: it's not made this bed
1: and you have got to have some integrity at this point
0: and you, you have say to something. tell him you but you have something. to be prepared you have to say something but you have to be prepared for, for whatever happens for, for, for because it to go either way absolutely. exactly and this is just very unfortunate because my mind just goes to I mean I just hate that kids get caught up in this kind of madness That's
1: really. that's really it
0: because they didn't ask to be because, here
2: because like, no, like the only people that lose are the kids really it's absolutely like, but, but honestly honestly if I'm
3: being honest it make I feel like based on this this note I feel like if we're talking about the children here, I feel like that child probably has a f- gut feeling that that's not his father either, based on his behavior probably. and based is on is the his... baby
0: still? Six and we don't months?
1: know. It, we don't know what kind of stuff that he's been told. What what is being told to him in his household? It sounds like his mother is very toxic. Now very. I understand that we're looking at a one-sided email, but it does. From what I'm looking at on this one side, okay. child, his mother looks like a toxic individual. So this we don't know sad. what's being said to him. We don't know. What he's absorbing. And if he's acting out in these ways at your house, oh, yeah, he's the way that now. you're okay. saying, he is mm-hmm. troubled, hun, He's
0: troubled. Yes. I mean, he Now, has what been do you think st- is going to happen with this? St- he has been stewing in this dysfunction and mess yeah. um, all of his life. He and comes
1: from dysfunction and mess. Absolutely. Because you lie to a nigga about... You don't lie to people about their babies. You don't. Oh, there's, you just don't. There's so many layers to this. You
3: literally, <laughs> this is the one thing you don't do. Mm. If you had sex with two niggas in the same week and you come up pregnant, you need to be honest with everybody. The everybody. From the beginning. Or just don't do From it. From the
0: beginning. From the From beginning. From the jump. No matter From how bad beginning. it
3: makes you look, because it's only going to be worse yes, down the line. From the
1: beginning.
0: From the beginning.
1: Getting grown is adulting. I mean, getting grown is adulting.
0: (laughs) Well, that is true. That's a
1: true. Adulting is, part of adulting is when you make a bed, sometimes you you gotta take a nap Mm -hmm. in that motherfucker. Sometimes you have got to get in there and get under the covers and roll up in the pillows and cuddle,
0: honey, because you did it. I mean, if you're grown enough to do it, you have to be grown enough to to deal with whatever comes with it. It's just like we was talking about with Danny Lay. If you're grown enough to say it, you got to be grown enough to hear how people respond to it. Absolutely. And so this is—I don't know. I—I I think the to answer her question, she gonna have to say something. But how
2: she just that, gonna how have does to that tell conversation her. go
3: though? Well, right. let me tell you. You might need to do an. You might need to go on vacation and do an email, sis. I don't. I don't recommend you do that in person, <laughs> no, baby girl. No, you
2: have to do it in person. Nigga, yeah, to, to, she—he
0: told her he would get violent. Oh, well, hopefully not on her. <laughs> I don't know who. He said would... he was going to choose violence. Choose. Okay, she, so... He told
1: her. What I think is, um, mm. you know, whether the relationships are good or not, you're going to have to get other people involved, unfortunately. You're going to have to call the parents because everybody's going to, you're going to have to call
0: the parents and hold a meeting. Well, yeah, because you're going to have to well, have, you I want, think you, you should. You're, you're
2: suggesting that she calls both parents in. and So tell. you're saying
0: call the mama and her husband.
1: Oh.
2: Yep.
0: And sit Ooh. them down.
2: Oh no. And no, called the no.
0: baby daddy.
2: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm, I think
0: I'm concerned. I think I'm, concerned. I, I think this is
2: a she got to have this one-on-one with the husband and like I don't I'm a,
1: to, I don't, I, don't, I don't know about putting her in a position to I don't, be but hurt, I, would not want, knowing I would want I how somebody's going to react by
2: herself. That no, wife I the ex, that. ex-wife might beat her ass. Well fair, but I feel On like sight. the husband her husband she needs to know. Her. <laughs> her
0: her priority is to her husband. Mm-hmm. True. So I feel like she should start there. With him. I so think, I. And, and I think that... I just that, don't want
1: her to do it by herself. I think,
0: I think that's fair. She so got maybe into this by herself. No, she, she might did. need to call a friend over. I that's what I'm saying. It may, some she, sort of she may buffer. need to... And I mean, even in terms of getting getting other people involved. I don't know who that person would be, but just, to, or setting up a situation to where if she needs help, member, the no, but a child's grandparent, saying, if she needs help having mm-hmm. someone in close proximity so that she, if she does, if, if it does become like a make or break situation that she can get, a, get away. But at the same time, I do feel like her husband deserves to know. Absolutely. And then it's up to him how to move forward because essentially this not her business so I, I feel like her inserting herself into this is gonna be bad for everybody I mean but okay
3: but on already the,
1: did though on the flip, side it, her,
0: on it the flip side, side it is it her business on the flip side it is her business because, because he a, gotta come to my, my house every every week Yeah, well, if I he guess, gotta come okay. to
3: my house and steal my shit every week it's now my it's child's like sibling,
0: sibling. Okay. He's, okay. My he's, he's my, my stepchild okay. he is my step okay. and this is my husband and she called me
2: all types of black bitches fair fair okay well I'm not a
0: parent see I'm a tormenting me for years so I don't this is insight I don't have I be in here so I'm well, maybe I should bow No, around. it's because it's her <laughs> business
1: in that sense. What what was wrong? What was flagrant? Was going to get that child tested without talking to him. He, that she was she should let
3: him know I'm gonna do it. I think I don't. I have a feeling I want to know. If he it's
1: said, if
0: he said, don't do it. it. She, do she do shouldn't it. have no. did he
1: done it. He should have done it. He And if he never, if he never wanted to go get that child to go she get tested then it was not her
0: place to go. It do wasn't that. her place to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: I guess a part of matrimony is if your husband doesn't want to get his child checked, if it's his, then you got to stick by him for that. If well, that's yeah, your I husband, think, if that's, I mean,
0: especially like, I think, and I don't know, you know, Jade is married, but I feel like in terms of how I think about marriage, it's like when you are in a partnership with someone, there are certain decisions that you don't get to make by yourself. There because are. the result or the, or the outcomes of these decisions impact more than just you. So you mm-hmm. don't get to do what you want to do, you know, not, not in ways that, you know, disenfranchise you or compromise your wellness in any way. But I do feel like when you enter into covenant relationship with someone, you are, in essence, giving up your right to just go out here and do things because you feel like it. Especially when it's not like, you know, there's decisions you can make for yourself. But when there are decisions that you're making that that are going to impact your family, you have to keep that in mind and move, move accordingly. There's also
1: what I'm looking at is a human standpoint and taking choices away from people as just as, as human beings. If somebody has set a boundary and this is their choice to do something, then you have to respect that for sure. You know, it's not our place at all to tell people. Okay, well, this is your boundary, but you' wrong.
2: Especially because you knew what you were getting into early, exactly. early on. You knew what happened. You like, you got a preview of your future very early. This
1: has mm-hmm. been eight years. This has been eight years now. You know what I'm saying? If you, if the child's behavior is affecting you all's family dynamic at home because this is your child's sibling totally understandable that you want to take measures so that you all have a healthy household go get some family therapy recommend suggest that if you're gonna be flagrant and step over some boundaries say i booked a family therapy session for all of us so we (laughs) sit down and talk you don't go get a child swabbed and don't tell the nigga who allegedly birthed the child that i went to go get your kid swabbed Mm -hmm. and by the way that nigga is not yours right
2: and Mm. especially like what is your intention to act like Ex the exactly. child out of the life. That's yeah, is that I, what you're I, that's okay. What so it sounds like. so now
3: we're done with the kid because after right. eight years, that's probably not going to happen. and and, and the yeah. and the dad told her I couldn't handle that.
1: Exactly. exactly. So what do you think's n- gonna n- happen with your relationship with this child? He already blames you. Uh, we know you hear this language from the, from the mother, but he already blames you for this thing. So what happens now when okay they all find out? It comes out that this child is not his, and now he says, "Well, he's been my child for eight years. I'm still gonna be in his life in this way." And this kid now knows you went and got me swabbed. Exactly. Right
3: now, now so, who
1: who the fuck is my daddy? Bitch, you done made a hotel of beds. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, and I'm not. And I say bitch lovingly. I say that well, lovingly. Med school.
0: med school, a lot oh, of meds, a lot, of, a lot of beds, though, into honey. Into How- it, honey. You are into it. You However, are.
3: However, it's not too late to 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 step up and just be woman about the shit. That's There's it. never just never too late to just keep it real. I mean, as much and I, trust me, just, it's uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable, and shit is going to change drastically. But at this point, I feel like. All this shit that's been hidden is going to come to light, no matter what. There
2: is a path ahead. There is a path ahead. And this being honest. It might not be the one you hope for. I'm going to pray that it is, you know, because I'm always going to champion for families sticking together if it's healthy and you guys can work through it, you know. Mm -hmm. But But is this healthy? It seems very toxic. Well, this right
1: here is toxic, but there are ways to get to a healthy level. You know what I'm saying? We all fuck up, we all make mistakes, and you fucked up royally. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean that's just the honest truth. But that doesn't mean that there is not a redemption. You know what I'm saying? Like we True. we I, I have fucked up royally. Absolutely. So that I'm that's why I don't want you to take that with offense. I we have all fucked up royally in ways and we all have there are also ways of redemption, but you do have to understand that there are consequences as well, and you cannot um, gauge what somebody's reaction to something is going to be. But at this point, you owe this man—you owe this man this news. You owe him yeah. this information. And I don't like to say that we owe niggas nothing,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't—you he didn't, went, we you went looking for some business, so now you at least owe him that.
1: So now you owe it to him. So My Lord. Well please keep us updated. Please,
3: please. I would be calling Kia and Jane trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> I'm gonna be listening to every episode She's waiting. Like, Did med School, I'm like, Dimed school, Dimed school hit you? Yeah, was, send us an email if you need to. Just
2: forward it to us too.
1: CC <laughs> Yeah Bad Choices at gmail dot com. It's
2: info at goodmomsbadchoices.com. Because we wanna know.
1: <laughs> I be i be giving all podcasts their own emails. Don't even like I get everybody's whatever they podcast at gmail.com. But we thank you ladies so so much yeah, for man, joining this has us been dope. here We thank really you. enjoyed your company. We're all friends. Let everybody
2: know where to find you. Uh, you can follow us. Well, you can find us on all podcast platforms under Good Moms Bad Choices. You can find us on Instagram at Good Moms underscore bad choices. We have a Patreon that's liddy liddy hey. lit. So make sure you go search <laughs> us. That's patreon.com backslash Good Moms Bad Choices. You actually have to search that in the URL because apparently we're explicit and so they're trying to censor us and shit. Ooh. Oh, I need to, <laughs> to check that on my own Patreon then. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, and. You can follow me per- at my personal page. That's at WatchErica. And I'm at Milah,
3: M-I-L-A-H underscore map, O-M-A-P-P-O. And, and we'll have
1: all works. of that in the description box as well. So you all can just go there and you'll be able to find everything that you need to find. For sure. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you, ladies. That's so much fun. So Absolutely. much fun. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody knows I can be real petty. P-E to the T T Y honey,
0: honey, All right. Um, petty peas. Let's get it. My petty peep is with myself because I'm learning in this journey of being a homeowner. One of the things that I'm battling. It's been a, a real struggle for me. So like in my apartments, uh the ever since I lived in uh Maryland, I lived in the same apartment buildings complex, rather. I'm moving from apartment to apartment within the same complex. And so fortunately, uh my utilities were included um in, in my rent. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, I control my thermostat in my apartment. Um it was just kind of based on my comfort. Um and it was smaller. So of course when you're trying to keep Things um, keep things comfortable in a smaller space, you know, it's nice and intense. But one of the main struggles that I am having is learning how to like, I don't really know my way around my own thermostat um, and figuring out <laughs> how to maintain a level of comfort in my own home. And so I, my petty peeve is with, I guess myself for that, because I am constantly fluctuated between sweating bullets and freezing my butt off um, because I don't like, you know, the temperature upstairs is always different than it is downstairs. And, you know, I'm cold when I go to sleep, but then I wake up in a pool of sweat. I'll start off in my, you know, while I'm working, I find myself putting on clothes cause I'm cold and I'm stripping and it's like, mm, I just can't mm-hmm. seem to find the sweet spot this winter around like where my thermostat should live. Um, and I am just annoyed because I'm constantly, what you've been keeping, what you've been keeping it around. Well, you know, I'm, I am cold natured. So it's very easy for me to get cold. So I would mm-hmm. say the range of where it is typically is between like uh-huh. 73 and 76. Oh, Yeah, I mean, most people are gonna be like, "That's really hot," but I mean, anything below seventy three, I my teeth are chattering, so I'm just like, and in in full disclosure, like you know, I I like to be, I like to, I don't like to wear a whole like I want to be comfortable in my house in a wife beater. I don't want to have to wear jackets. Just say you like to walk around naked. Well, I mean, I don't. (laughs) I mean, but it does happen, right? So it's. I like to I don't like to have to wear like sweatshirts and jackets and stuff in the house. Yeah. Um and I, I don't like to wear socks and those kinds of things so I like to keep the temperature on the warmer side. Um mm-hmm. but at the same time it's been it's been it's been tough. And I know everybody going to email me and Leave comments and I'm my house is you burning realize, please up. Please don't, oh my god! But please listen, don't, don't nobody please got don't. to be in here but me. So everybody just take a deep breath. Like XD said, make this the year
1: that you do not give unsolicited advice. Listen, <laughs>
0: because I mean, if y'all want to set your thermostats on sixty two, that's your business. Okay, I don't live at your, your house. You don't live here, so just leave me alone. But I'm just saying, I'm trying <laughs> to find. I'm trying to. Find, I just wish to, your sweet yes, spot. Yes, because I I just be going from sweating to freezing.
1: Well how seventy four?
0: So seventy four is usually where I land, especially like okay. at bedtime. Okay. Um Oof. but but again, you know, I wake up in the morning and I start moving around. Um, and then
1: you get warm. I get
0: warm, so I turn I turn or I, or I'll get cold. Like so I wake up or well, I'll go to bed and it'll be like 73, mm-hmm. 74. Cause I also turn the heat down because my sinus is dry out and I be all right dealing with that. So I turn the heat down, and down for me is like 73. So shut up. Um I turn <laughs> the heat down and then when I wake up in the morning, I'm cold. So I turn it up so I can mm-hmm. get in the shower. And then by mm-hmm. the time I'm set up and working. And in here, you know, typing fast for a couple hours. Then the next thing you know, I'm sweating. (laughs) So, or if I go downstairs, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a struggle. But I'm not complaining. Or maybe you get you
1: a little fan.
0: I do feel like I could use a fan. And I do have a fan in my, I mean, I have a, I have the setup for a ceiling fan in the living room and in the bedroom. Mm. So I got to figure out, I think I'm going to put it in the bedroom. I don't feel like I'm, I'm very rarely hot in the living room because
1: it's it's well, I was going to cool. say put it in both. You know, I love a ceiling fan.
0: And I haven't been able to find one that I feel like is aesthetically pleasing, but
1: oh, ceiling fan. I when I tell you I like after my last apartment, you know, because it was we our landlords were Caribbean, we had fans in every room the kitchen each bedroom the living room every fan every room had a fan and i said no matter where i go or what i do your girl will have a ceiling fan in every room yeah every room
0: i don't know i gotta i really have to figure out what like a a, like like you said the sweet spot i gotta find out how to how to be okay and i mean be maybe it's just a learning curve and it'll take a little time this is my first yeah. winter here so i have to figure it mm-hmm. figure it out but that's my petty peeve me being you know all over the place body temperature just not regulated being cold natured, but getting high at the same time because girl what's going on you're gonna figure it
1: out you before you know it, you're gonna be an old black lady who's like who touched my thermostat well, because me. i feel like the temperature changed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it changed. So well, my petty peeve this week, you know, I'm not gonna go into all the all the ins and outs and the specifics and the to dos, but I will say this: if you listen to this show and you know my family or whoever, oh Lord, and you don't like the things that I say, then turn the show off. Nobody asked you to listen to it.
0: Well, yeah.
1: matter of fact, I don't want you to. You're not welcome here because if your intention is to listen to disagree with things that I say and then go back and report them, well, do you, you know, she's just <laughs> she's just smoking weed on the internet and she's just What are you what are you trying to accomplish? If you have something to say, You should say it to me. And if you don't feel comfortable enough saying it to me, then you shouldn't feel comfortable enough saying it to my family. You should just learn how to mind your business. Period. And I say that as lovingly as I possibly can. I don't care about anything that you think. And this is not directed at any specific person. This is directed at whomever it needs to go to whatever hit dogs this hits well well this is for you but if that's your you need to stop and ask yourself what are my intentions why am i doing this and why why don't i go say why won't i go say it to this grown woman myself hmm. what are you doing you're trying to cause dissension you're trying to cause it i don't know what you're trying to do you being messy you're a messy bitch who lives for drama go report to them that i said that well so i you know i yeah i just heard some weird things and i'm just like wait what kind of what world are we living in right now and why do you care so much about what i'm doing don't you have enough to be worried about and if you don't have anything else to do like literally if you can't think of anything else to do on this planet pull all the leather shoes out of your closet and spit on them And wipe them with a cloth. But you do whatever it is you need to do to stay the fuck up out my business. And that's just, that's my petty peeve this week.
0: Well, if all hearts and minds are clear.
1: And anybody's welcome to to slide in a DM or whatever. If you have a problem, if you don't like it, then hit me up. I mean. Because I'm grown with my own household. You hit me up. In the words and we can have a conversation
0: of the great psalmist and writer of negroes the Negro Spiritual. The words, the song says, If you got a problem, you can say it to my fans. And we can knuckle up anytime, <laughs> any, any place. place. Okay? Yeah. Hide that in your yeah. heart. Take that with you wherever you go. Okay? Thank it's you, gonna see. serve you amen it is
1: amen or or you can look at my friend or our friend our sister Sharielle's twitter the jazzy bell okay <laughs> atlanta's finest um and she i think it might be her pin tweet or maybe it's her bio and she said turn to your neighbor and say neighbor don't worry about what the fuck i be
0: doing <laughs> <laughs> oh lord well listen y'all take care of yourselves mind the business yes. that pays you Whew. continue to drink your water because hydration is the only way we're going to survive white supremacy mm. <laughs> mm. and furthermore um moisturize your skin telling wise is because your black will absolutely crack if you
1: are minding <laughs> other people's <laughs> Bye. Mind your own crack. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)